All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. America. Happy Tuesday. Uh, a lot of people in Washington are watching to see whether the grand jury in Washington, D.C. under special counsel Jack Smith uh, will return an indictment later today uh, against President Trump related to January 6th to the Capitol riot and to the other events surrounding that day. Uh, while that's going on, we are still filtering the extraordinary revelations that occurred uh, this week, uh, yesterday, with the Devin Archer interview. Yeah, Democrats and Republicans are bickering back and forth about tiny little details, but the big detail is Joe Biden had conversations more than 20 times and in meetings at least once with Hunter Biden's business partners, and that directly contradicts President Trump. And Devin Archer laid out how the Burisma team believed that they was getting a twofer package, a single brand. When they hired Hunter Biden, they got Joe with them, and that that was going to take care of their problems related to the Ukrainian prosecutor general named Viktor Shokin, who eventually was uh, unseated, uh, fired as a result of pressure from Joe Biden. Well, the big revelation also was, according to Archer, that uh, the Burisma officials, particularly the owner, Mikhail Zolchevsky, and his uh, deputy, uh, a guy named Vadim Pazarsky, they were pressuring Hunter Biden in December 2015 to take some form of action, to get some sort of action against Viktor Shokin. Those conversations occurred just a few days before. Yep, you got it. Joe Biden went to Ukraine and told the Ukrainian prosecutor, I'm not giving you a billion dollars in U.S. Uh, loan guarantees if you don't fire Victor Shokin. So Joe Biden took an action that benefited Hunter Biden's clients after Hunter Biden was being pressured by those clients. That is all very important for one extreme reason. Those allegations, that timeline, those sort of suggestions match very closely what um, uh, the FBI informant gave in that famous FD-1023 form. And that, I think, is the real big headlines from the Devin Archer transcribed interview yesterday. Now, we'll get to see the transcript later this week or early next week. But before then, we have a pretty good sense of what was going on. Today, we've got three great guests, and I'm going to be watching and doing reporting on whether the grand jury is going to take action against President Trump. But I'm going to leave you with three great guests that we had today. First up, the chairman of the House Oversight Committee who helped conduct that interview yesterday. The committee did that interview with Devin Archer. Chairman James Comer going to be here from Kentucky, followed by Jim Jordan, the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. He was also in on that. He's got some ideas where this investigation goes next. And then we'll bring in Miranda Devine, the great New York Post reporter, my colleague and friend who's done so much, along with me and others, to report on Hunter Biden. That's a great show. We're going to have them back to back to back right after these messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite 
under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now, get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Welcome back, America. As you all surely know from earlier, Devin Archer, one of Hunter Biden's former business partners and someone that the first son once considered to be a best friend, probably not anymore, made his way up to Capitol Hill this morning, taking no questions from the media as he was heading toward his transcribed interview with the House Oversight Committee. And lucky for us tonight, we have the chairman of that very committee joining us next. He is Kentucky Congressman James Comer, and he's here with us by phone. Congressman, welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Sir, I know that there are people out there who look at Devin Archer's background and the fact that he was in cahoots with Hunter Biden and they, you know, question his credibility. But we all know that crimes committed in hell don't have angels as witnesses. Did you find him to be credible today in his testimony? I found him to be very credible. Look, he spent more time with Hunter Biden than anyone. The the laptop shows the emails, the text messages, the WhatsApp messages, the pictures. They went to golf together. They ate together. They traveled together. They talked on a regular basis. This was one of his best, if not very best friends in the world. He was also on the board of Burisma with Hunter Biden. So he definitely knew more about the inner workings of the Biden family than anyone in America. Yeah. And there's this bombshell that came out. I don't think I was even ready for to hear this today. But in December 2015, just a few short days before Joe Biden left for Kiev and started the process of leveraging a billion dollars in U.S. loan guarantees to force the firing of the Ukrainian general prosecutor. His name was Victor Shokin. Uh, Devin Archer told you today that Hunter Biden was being pressured by Burisma to do something about this prosecutor because he wouldn't stop investigating the company for corruption. How big a revelation is it that the, bet, the action that Joe Biden took a few days later was actually what Hunter Biden's client was looking for? It's just unbelievable, John. I mean, look, what Archer said today was exactly what you just reported. We brought forward a few weeks ago an FBI document that alleged that Joe Biden was all involved in a bribery scheme for this very scenario. Now we know, despite Joe Biden saying he never had any knowledge of any of this, that he regularly spoke on the phone with the owners of these companies. When in the American history has a vice president ever taken an active role and demanded that a prosecutor be fired in a foreign country for simply investigating a a business that was domiciled in that foreign country. Never, John. Yeah. I mean, the, the evidence continues to mount that the real quid pro quo pertaining to Ukraine and Burisma was Joe Biden. Yeah. That's unbelievable. And something else that came out in his testimony that I think 
Democrats may have misheard or they're just intentionally spinning it, and particularly Dan Goldman, was the fact that Archer said that that Joe Biden wasn't on the phone necessarily to engage the specifics of these business deals. It was to further the brand. Why is that important? Well, the brand was what I've been saying all along. It was influence peddling. And they were selling access to Joe. And I think most people in America would have a problem with that. That's why we're investigating Joe Biden. We know his family has sold access to him for years. The problem is, is we could have a president that's compromised. I mean, you look at what this access has has given. Today, it was also mentioned that uh, Joe Biden met with that Russian oligarch. I don't know that we knew that. And yet that Russian oligarch was one of the few oligarchs, if the only oligarch, that didn't get sanctioned by Joe Biden. And then you look at the decision as, as vice president where he went on TV and admitted and bragged about firing the prosecutor. Those are two decisions Joe Biden's made as president and vice president that was counter to the best interest of the American people, but where he put the Biden family first and America last. Sir, it's uh, one of the amazing things that I heard today is that uh, Burisma, which the State Department considered to be a corrupt company when Joe Biden was vice president, it would not have survived, according to Devin Archer, had it not been for the influence of the Biden family, the brand of the Biden family, protecting it from all these uh, fallout in Ukraine. How significant is it to know that the Biden family helped keep a company that its own State Department considered to be corrupt in business? Exactly, John. So Devin Archer, who was on the board with with Hunter Biden, who is Hunter Biden's best friend, said that the company would have failed were it not for the Biden brand. But yet this is we're supposed to believe Joe Biden fired that prosecutor because he was in uh, uh, corrupt and overstepping his boundary. I mean, of course, he fired him because he was. He was uh, closing in on his son. And I think that was basically what we learned today. And, and, you know, more and more people are going to come forward now. This was stuff that that you knew, John. You've one of the few reporters in America that have covered this story. But I think the American people, they realize that something's strange here. The Biden grandchildren, the Biden nieces and nephews, they shouldn't be getting wires from foreign nationals. Something very bad is taking place behind the scenes. And I think now we're able to pull the curtain back and see what was really going on behind the scenes. Yeah, so important. Maybe we have it all wrong. Maybe Joe and Hunter are so close that they have ESP so that Hunter didn't have to tell Joe to pressure them to fire Shoke. And he just he just somehow knew. And maybe, maybe that's the situation. I wanted to ask you, though, uh, about this situation with the artwork. Hunter Biden, um, I, I've seen some of his artwork. I don't... I, I'm, I'm not an art expert, but I don't know if it's any good. Maybe it is worth what he has been selling it for. But you have this woman here in Los Angeles, Elizabeth Naftali. She, I think, is a, a real estate broker. She's a philanthropist, very influential in the Democrat Party. And there's an interesting timeline as far as uh, her visits to the White House at least a dozen times, uh, her going to an art gallery, an art showing for Hunter Biden, and then eight months later, an appointment from the Biden administration. Does that seem strange to you? Every American should be insulted by Joe Biden thinking that they're just going to believe that no special interests or no foreign nationals are the buyers of that artwork. Of course, people who buy that crappy artwork (laughs) from the president's son are doing it to receive a benefit. There's no, of course they are. And that's further evidence. And I think you're going to see more evidence. We fear that some of these paintings and some of those high dollar uh, pieces of art went to China as well. So if, if they were legitimate art buyers, I think the art gallery owner would have already defended his good name and, and admitted that. Sir, I was listening to your interview over the weekend, and it seemed like the number of SARS, suspicious activity reports, keeps growing involving the Biden family. Could you tell us the total number? And are any of the suspicious activity reports, do any of them implicate Joe Biden himself? 
None of them that I've seen implicate Joe, but they're all over the Biden family. They and are. we haven't even started to talk about his brothers yet, right. John. I've, uh, you just stay tuned for the brothers. You know, this is a this is a crime family. I mean, it really is. And and the 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 crime is selling access to our federal government, to our adversaries around the world. And this family has been actively doing that for two decades. And Joe Biden knew every single player that was involved in sending those wires. And I think we learned that today. So important. Sir, just quickly before we go, your your committee has performed some incredible uh, questioning when it comes to testimonies from IRS agents. And I wanted to ask you about the FBI special agent transcript, because the ranking member, Jamie Raskin, was very fiery, uh, basically saying that you concealed the transcript, that you didn't make it available. Now, I've done this in the past where I didn't check my junk mail. Um, it seems that there was an issue here as far as his junk mail or someone just didn't relate to him that you already sent it to him. <laughs> yeah, Raskins and Goldman would be better served to not say anything about <laughs> this Biden investigation. <laughs> but I, I tell you, just let them keep talking because they unintentionally do us a favor every time they open their mouth. So keep talking, Jamie Raskins, and keep talking, Mr. Goldman. <laughs> Sir, real quick. <laughs> Real quick, I just want to ask you, any doubt that Joe Biden lied now based on the evidence you got today? That what, John? I'm sorry. That Joe Biden has lied to the American people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He has lied countless times. This is one. Folks, don't go anywhere when we come back. Jim Jordan, chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, right after these messages. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. So excited to have this next guest. He has his finger on the pulse of all of the major oversight investigations of the Biden family, the Justice Department, Section 702, and whether they're going to renew those FISA authorities. Joining us right now, the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, Congressman Jim Jordan. Thank you, sir, for joining us. You're good to be with you, John. Thanks. Thanks for all the good work you do. You have been able to absorb for 24 hours what Devin Archer gave yesterday. What's your big takeaway from it? 
Well, uh, the brand, uh, you know, this access to the brand is what they were after. Uh, the value that Hunter Biden brought to the business arrangement, according to his partner, Devin Archer, was the, the Biden brand. And the Biden brand is Joe Biden and, and the political influence and the, and the, you know, powerful political figure in D.C. and what that what that meant. And I think it was on display in that uh, now um, that that meeting that took place December 4th, 2015 in Dubai, where the two top people at Burisma, Zolachevsky and Pasarsky, Pasarsky, excuse me, are, are meeting with Hunter Biden and Devin Archer. And it's at that that meeting after their normal board meeting later later that night at that meeting where they say uh, we need uh, the pressure taken off of us by the prosecutor and, and, and just general pressure that Burisma is facing. We need the United States government to get involved in helping us deal with this pressure. He wanted, he wanted his assets released that were in Great Britain. He wanted the prosecutor to stop uh, uh, looking into to Burisma. And it's, it's five days after that meeting when Joe Biden goes to Ukraine and gives a speech where he starts laying the groundwork and he attacks the prosecutor, laying the groundwork for what he would demand months later when they actually said, you're not getting the aid from the United States unless you, unless you fire the prosecutor. So um, I think that was, that was to me was a key element. And then of course there's the other things that are, you know, the, the phone calls that uh, where Hunter Biden puts his dad on the phone when he's around people he's doing business with um, th- those things. But I think that key element, which shows here was action taken five days after a request was made from the folks from Burisma. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable, the timetable. I want to ask a little bit about what's next. You always know how to create that next wave of investigative oversight. It seems to me that maybe phone records from Hunter Biden's phone would be important. The records that Devin Archer had seized from the FBI that are sitting at Alex Partners in a storage company. What are some of the other things that you want to go and go get uh, in the next few months to help fill in the blanks on this? Yeah, from the judiciary perspective, um, I mean, I think Chairman Comer will look at some of the things you just talked about there. But from a judiciary perspective, I, I really want to talk with these folks who were involved in the Hunter Biden uh, plea deal that the judge turned down last week. And I, I want to look at that because we got these differing stories coming from the White House regarding the business, from the Justice Department regarding the, the uh, handling of the Hunter Biden case, and the ones, the, the stories that have been consistent and I think credible, incredibly credible, are the, are the stories, the testimony from Mr. Shapley and Mr. Ziegler, the two IRS whistleblowers. And their story has been confirmed by an FBI agent uh, as well, who was deposed by the Oversight Committee. So we're really going to look into, into that aspect of it all. And I think yesterday, Mr. Archer's uh, uh, testimony in, in this interview, when you think about what he talked about relative to Burisma, you sort of see why the plea agreement was put together in the way it was, because it kept out the tax years that dealt with Burisma. And I think that's an interesting how these two, two uh, it, you know, this interview and, and what, what the DOJ did and the way they constructed that agreement, how they, uh, how they uh, influence each other. And so that's something that I think is important for us to get at. And we can only get at that if we get the chance to interview the people who, at the DOJ who were part of the investigation. Yeah, that is such an important piece of this. When you look at Archer, when you look at the 1023 that Chuck Grassley and James Comer and you made available, uh, there is a consistent story, which is that uh, Burisma was putting pressure on Hunter Biden to deal with Shokin so he wouldn't do any further work. And, oh, by the way, it just turns out that the action Joe Biden takes matches what the company ultimately wanted. How important is it that multiple pieces of the puzzle now all are pointing at the same storyline? Yeah, you get this, you get this confirmation. You had the IRS agent, or excuse me, the FBI agent who confirmed what the, uh, what the IRS uh, whistleblower Shapley and Ziegler told us. You get, you get Devin Archer's uh, uh, testimony, which confirms, um, you know, this, this 1023 form. And it's just more and more evidence, which all fits with common sense. I mean, yeah, of, of course, Hunter Biden got these positions because of the brand, according to Devin Archer. That fits with common sense. That's just logical. So I think it all starts to come together and uh, I think underscores why it's important we continue to do our work as the Constitution requires. When you look at last question, because I know you're real busy, of the witnesses that were directly on the front lines of the FBI, the IRS, and sort of constraining the investigation, the former assistant U.S. attorney, Wolf, she seems like she may be one of the more critical 
witnesses. How important is it to get to her? It looks like justice doesn't want to let you guys talk to someone like that. Are you going to take a shot at trying to get those type of people to come in and tell us what they know? Yeah, uh, we definitely are. That we had 11 people that we wanted to talk to. That the Justice Department says we'll we'll, we'll make Mr. Weiss available um, for for public testimony. But we think it's important that we talk to some of these people in a private interview setting <clears throat> prior to um, prior to any type of public hearing. Now the the question will be now that the plea agreement wasn't uh, uh, you know didn't happen last week. Um, this this 30 day time frame and and what we can do in that time frame. So we've sent letters there. We're asking questions, but will we be able to get to the interviews yet? We don't we don't know that. Uh, but we're going to continue to push ahead for those. Yeah, seems like they're much like we've seen for the last few years. There's always an effort to protect information from getting out to the American public, but they're up against a formidable uh, opponent when it comes to you. I know you're going to keep digging till we get the truth, Chairman. What a great honor to have you on today. Thanks so much for the time. No. Pleasure is ours. Thanks, John. Keep up the good work. I will, sir. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Oh, we got one good one left. Don't go anywhere. Miranda Devine, great reporter, columnist for the New York Post, and my good friend. She's an expert on Hunter Biden, Devin Archer. She'll give us her thoughts. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. We just heard from two of the House chairmen on the front lines of the Biden family scandal, approaching it from two different perspectives, the cover up in law enforcement and the original true fact basis of what was really going on in the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden shakedown of foreign interests. I thought we'd bring in now, really, I think the most important reporter on the story. She has broken so much on it, but she knows the facts inside and out. And I think she transformed the story with her great work starting on the laptop back in 2020. Joining us from the great New York Post, my good friend, Miranda Devine. Miranda, welcome back to the show. Oh, thanks so much, John. Great to be with you again. It is great to be with you. You got to see this play out yesterday. You know a lot about Devin Archer, a lot about the story. What were your top takeaways from yesterday's interview? I think two things. Firstly, that Joe Biden lied to the American people when he said he knew nothing about his son Hunter's overseas business dealings. I think Devin Archer's testimony once and for all uh, crushes that as a lie because Devin Archer told us that there were at least 20 occasions when Joe Biden was dialed into business meetings with overseas, you know, oligarchs or billionaires from China or Ukraine. Um, and he, Hunter Biden dialed his father in on the speakerphone to demonstrate that he could get the vice president on the phone at a moment's notice. And Joe Biden also went to these dinners at Cafe Milano that Devin Archer testified to. Um, but secondly, and, uh, you know, very important is the role of Victor Shokin, the, Bariz, the uh, Ukrainian prosecutor general who was investigating Burisma, that Ukrainian energy company that was paying Hunter Biden $83,000 a month. Yeah. And uh, Victor Shokin was aggressively investigating that company. And Joe Biden did get him fired by threatening to withhold a billion dollars in aid. Now, Devin Archer does talk about the pressure that was being put on him, because he was also on the board with Hunter, his former best friend, that was being put on the pair of them by their Ukrainian benefactors, that they had to get important people in Washington to weigh in and protect uh, the owner of Burisma, Nikolai Zlochevsky, who was under investigation, and to protect Burisma. And Devin Archer also said Burisma would have gone under if they hadn't had that protection. 
Yeah, that really is an amazing thing. And there's a lot of overlay to what Devin Archer relays in what the FBI informant relayed to the FBI in the FD-1023 form. They're very similarities, right? The Zolchevsky and Vadim Pazarsky, the deputy at Burisma, saw Joe Biden and Hunter Biden as a package. And Devin refers to them as the brand. Together, they make up the brand. It's clear from the FD-1023 that the owners of uh, Burisma really thought Hunter's job was to deal with this guy, Victor Shokin, and stop him from pursuing and blocking the business interests of Victor uh, of uh, Mr. Zolchevsky and Burisma. And that's exactly what Devin Archer talks about. He talks about Hunter Biden being under pressure. How important is it that those two things sync with some of the same facts and storylines, even though I'm sure the informant and Devin Archer have never met each other? Yeah, look, I mean, it's crucial because it's corroborating uh, what is in the, the 1023 from this confidential human source speaking to uh, Zlachevsky, um and what Devin Archer was hearing also from Zlachevsky completely separately. And, and really, the commonality is that Zlachevsky's told this FBI source that they hired Hunter Biden to, quote, protect us through his dad from all kinds of problems. Yeah. And the problems that were facing Burisma were all the corruption investigations, not just in Ukraine, but also MI5 uh, being assisted by the FBI was investigating um, Zlachevsky, who had been the energy minister in the previous uh, corrupt uh, Russian-backed um, regime and had had to go into exile when that, after the Maiden Revolution when that regime collapsed. And so... Um, he needed protection, and in fact, he got protection because the MI5 investigation fell apart when a bribe was paid to um, the previous Ukrainian prosecutor. And then um, after Joe Biden had the new Ukrainian prosecutor, Viktor Shokin, who sure. was brought in out of, out of retirement as a sort of a clean skin to do what the Americans were saying needed to be done. The Americans, including Joe Biden, but the State Department constantly were hammering uh, the, uh, in fact, the international community was hammering Ukraine about cleaning up corruption. And, uh, and, and Viktor Shokin thought that that was what he was doing when he was investigating Burisma. And lo and behold, he gets fired for it. And uh, Joe Biden, of course, um, pretends that it's because Shokin is corrupt, but there's no evidence of that at all. In fact, the opposite. Um, and, uh, and Shokin really was investigating Burisma. And, of course, Burisma got off the hook after Shokin was fired because um, the prosecutors that came in after him just uh, abandoned the investigation and Burisma and Zlachevsky were let off with just a slap on the wrist, a sort of a sweetheart plea deal like the one we saw in Delaware the other day for Hunter Biden. Yeah, really is so important. The more we learn about this, there's two dynamics going on, right? We know that there, there was this sort of enterprise that Hunter Biden was at the center of and the Biden family are shaking down foreign oligarchs and they're making money and Joe Biden is the lure to the brand. That's why these phone calls that Devin testified uh, yesterday are so important. Then there's a second part, which is there seems to have been more than just a lack of curiosity on the United States government to look at these issues, but really a concerted, consorted effort to block people from finding this. And that could include everything from what the IRS whistleblower is talking about, the FBI whistleblower talks about. The two coming together, do you think Americans are beginning to get a clear picture that Joe Biden had this operation in his family, he's lied about it to get his job, and the Justice Department, the FBI, the IRS, and others were prevented from really getting an honest look at the potential criminality to it? Yeah, I think that's becoming clear. And I do think, I mean, polls, there was a Rasmussen poll yesterday showing, I think it was like 60 or 65% of independents believe that there was corruption uh, involved yeah, in Joe Biden's interactions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's independence. I mean, among Republicans, it's 80%. Um, so I think that despite the the lies and the, the, the sort of carrying water for Biden that's going on in the New York Times and that sort of left-wing part of the media, right. um, the, the, the truth is actually filtering out. And I think that Comer and, and his Republican colleagues, they've only been in office for six months, in power anyway, for six months. And, um, you know, they don't have all the resources that, say, a Jack Smith has from the DOJ or, or the sort of killer prosecutors, but um, they've still uncovered a lot and there's still a lot to come. And 
as you're saying, it's a jigsaw puzzle and there are pieces. Uh, Devon Archer is one big piece, but there are more to come. And I think as the American people see that uh, that puzzle get put together and the vision of what really went on emerge, they'll be looking at re-evaluating their um, opinion of Joe Biden as being this good family man who's just honest Joe, middle-class Joe, the poorest man in Congress. Uh, and uh, they'll also be re-evaluating their views of the FBI and um, the intelligence community, which has really pro- protected Joe Biden from all these allegations that have yeah. flown into the DOJ uh, like an avalanche, particularly uh, throughout um, the Trump administration, which is extraordinary that uh, the Trump DOJ didn't really manage to um, stop whoever is inside the deep state that's running interference for Joe Biden. It's pretty remarkable. And that intelligence community, of course, that letter from the famous 51 so-called intelligence experts <laughs> had such a profound effect on the outcome of the 2020 election. It looks so remarkable now that we know the truth of how it went down. This idea of calling something that it's not, this laptop's not real. Joe Biden didn't really meet with business partners. It has carried on for quite some time. Given the pattern that Democrats have repeatedly told us something that months or years later turned out to be false. How do you take a look at Dan Goldman's sort of take yesterday? And quite frankly, for the last couple of weeks, he's sort of been the Adam Schiff of this particular storyline. We know how well Adam Schiff's story didn't hold up. How do you rate Dan Goldman, what he's trying to do and what the facts actually do to undercut his narrative that he's trying to build? Well, he has a really difficult task because the facts are pretty obvious. So he really has to gaslight people. Um, you know, yesterday he was saying that, um, that Devin Archer said that Hunter Biden was just selling the illusion of access and that really Joe Biden had no idea who was on the phone or who was at these dinners and, um, it, you know, that all he did was talk about the weather and he's just guilty of nothing except being a loving father who phoned his son every day. And of course, Dan Goldman had to bring in there the tragedies of Joe Biden's life. Sure. That, you know, I mean, they're genuine tragedies. He did yeah, lose that's right. his first wife and his daughter in a car crash at the beginning of his Senate career. He did lose his eldest son and the apple of his eye um, through a brain tumour. Um, those are tragic and no one would take that away from him. But he has cynically used them in a political manner. And you cannot look at the way he uses those. Uh, whenever he's in trouble, he brings this up. And his proxies like Dan Goldman bring these up. Yeah. Um, that's relevant to the fact that Joe Biden was on the phone to the very oligarchs, the corrupt Ukrainians, the corrupt Chinese, the corrupt uh, other people around the world um, on the speakerphone being introduced by Hunter. It wasn't just some random, you know, oh, Hunter just happened to hit the speakerphone while he was having a private yes. conversation with his father and Joe didn't. No, Joe was introduced. Joe knew exactly who these people were. He was running, he was he was the Obama administration's point man in Ukraine. He knew who everybody was. He'd been told by various people within the State Department that Hunter Biden being on the board of Burisma was a big problem and undercutting America's message to Ukraine that they had to stamp out corruption yeah. because Burisma was the most corrupt co- company in the country. And uh, Joe Biden had been warned over and over that the Russians were making hay with this news that his son was on the Burisma board and getting paid all this money. It just looked like a bribe. It was a bribe. Sure. And uh, Joe Biden did his job, did the quid pro quo by forcing the prosecutor who was investigating Brisbane to be fired. And what Devin Archer has done, he's he's fleshed a little bit more on the bones. And um, Dan Goldman, uh, don't be fooled by him. I don't think he's fooling anybody. Um, it really strains credulity what he's saying. Unfortunately, though, the New York Times, Axios, CNN, uh, MSNBC, well, I was watching this morning, yeah. um, they all ran the Dan Goldman line. Yeah. I mean, there were two readouts. There was the Republican readout from James yeah. Comer. There was the Dan Goldman Democratic readout. Yeah. And all these publications ran with the Dan Goldman readout. Yeah. And, you know, it's so bogus. It, they, they brought up a straw man that, um, that old Devin Archer didn't uh, know anything about the alleged $5 million bribe to Joe Biden from Burisma. Well, nobody ever said that Devin Archer did know about it. That's right. Um, it, ridiculous. And then the New York Times had this 
absolutely classic line right at the bottom of their story. They do this. They bury it in so it becomes <laughs> fact. Um, and it's, it has long been known that the elder Mr. Biden at times interacted with his son's business partners. Yeah. No. No, just the opposite. If he knew that, why would you let him lie for all these years? Yes. Yeah. He's denied it for three years. And then, yeah. of course, the White House podium, they're now saying, oh, he's not in business with That's right. um, his son. But they changed the wording, and it's yeah. so glaring. They changed everything. Yeah. Why? The, the Washington Post home of Watergate refuses to look at this, honestly. Yeah. Well, it's so interesting that Dan Goldman, I think it was Dan Goldman used the term, the illusion of access. It wasn't an illusion. If Joe Biden is on the phone, if Joe Biden's at Cafe Milano, if Hunter Biden can reach out to uh, the deputy secretary of state like he did Anthony Blinken and the energy guy, it's not an illusion. Hunter Biden did grant the access. Uh, how did that term illusion of access get so easily thrown around without people challenging it? Well, you're so right. I mean, if it was an illusion of access, then why did Joe Biden um, threaten to withhold a billion dollars yeah. unless they got Victor Shoke and the prosecutor fired? Yeah. Um, and why did, if it's just an illusion, why did Hunter get $5.1 million sent to him a couple of days um, after he threatened um, that uh, that CFC Chinese executive yep. um, that his father was sitting next to him and that his father was displeased that they hadn't given them the money. That's right. So that money came through from CFC within a few days after Hunter made those threats and used his father. He named his father about three times in that WhatsApp message yeah. and he was at his father's house on that weekend. We've managed to find that out. So, uh, you know, there's just, it's ridiculous to talk about an illusion of access. Joe Biden met with at least a dozen of Hunter Biden's business partners yeah. in person and he denied it and he denied it over and over and he got the White House press people to deny it to the media over and over. That's right. Um, so it's extraordinary that you've got these once um, esteemed media organs now lying on behalf of Joe Biden. It's incredible. Uh -huh. They've been covering up for him since 2019 when I did the first set of stories and exposed the first thing, the, the counteroffensive, which eventually got to people like Eric Charmella, the whistleblower and others. But in the beginning, it was the media carrying the water and the media was Why? literally writing stories contradicting their own previous story. The New York Times was concerned about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden in 2015 before they became unconcerned. It's just remarkable to watch what our colleagues in our industry have done. They've done blindness. And I have a very powerful memory. Do you remember when Don Jr. met one time with a Russian? There were weeks, and Donald Trump didn't meet. That was just Don Jr. Weeks and weeks of scandal coverage and breaking news. And now we can, they want the same news media. They want to yawn at 20 plus contacts between Joe Biden and business partners. It really is shameful. Yeah, it, it's, it's shocking. And um, do you have any insight into why they flipped in 2019? I, I mean, clearly it's something to do with Donald Trump, but why would they sell out their journalistic credibility? Listen, for the first couple of weeks after I wrote my stories in March and April, I wrote maybe four stories that included the interview with the successor to Shokin, uh, who, by the way, said that he had concerns that Hunter Biden wasn't paying his taxes in America. Boy, that turned out to be true, even though I got pilloried for it, right? The New York Times, ABC News did original stories confirming my reporting that they had found the same thing. And then they flipped around within a few weeks. Uh, I think the foil of Rudy Giuliani, that Giuliani got involved in, uh, was asking questions about my stories and overseas gave uh, these media organizations the opportunity to flip this around and say, oh, it's not about Hunter Biden anymore. It's the fact that Rudy and Donald Trump are talking about it. Uh, really not great journalism. They should have stayed on the trail. They should have vetted Joe Biden so that today in 2023, we're not finding out everything Joe Biden told us in 2020 was a lie, right? He did get, his family did get China money. He did meet with the business partners. His son did do something wrong, contrary to what he said. He's about to plead guilty to tax evasion. Uh, it feels like the media, much like uh, Bill Clinton in 1992, when they wouldn't look at the Whitewater scandal until after he was president, they did the same thing all over again, which is they protected a guy. Now they're trying to explain why they didn't give us the truth. Um, kind of a bad dynamic for the American public, I think. Well, a bad dynamic for the whole world. I mean, yeah. we're now in this proxy war with Russia over That's Ukraine. Right. And you just have to wonder how much of this corruption uh, and this money-changing hands and the compromise of Joe Biden, because 
um, you know, everything points to that he performed a quid pro quo yeah. to get rid of that um, Victor Shokin. And so that's very damaging to him. So that compromises him. And what compromises are there with China that we don't even know about? Yeah. Um, and if the, the, the media and if the DOJ and the FBI had done their job uh, as they should have many years ago and vetted Joe Biden properly, uh, the country and the world would not be in this state now. Yeah, it is. You're right. It is a consequential three year false narrative that we were fed. Now, you've put hundreds of pieces into this very important puzzle, all of your great work over the last three, four years. What are the next puzzle pieces? What are the next pieces of evidence and facts that you think Congress and investigators need to go get so that the American people get a complete puzzle? They know everything they need to know before Joe Biden's back on the ballot in 2024. Well, they should really be trying to track down uh, this Burisma owner's Zlachevsky, who has said the confidential human source uh, has said yeah. that Zlachevsky uh, has 17 uh, recordings, um, two with Joe Biden and 15 with Hunter Biden, that presumably he was holding on to as a kind of insurance. Right. Um, so, I mean, I, I would imagine... You know, that would be the number one. If I was an investigator, uh, that would be the number one thing I would want to try and track down. I mean, they have the, the ability to find out where Zlachevsky is and, and go and get those, uh, ask for those recordings if they exist and if they haven't been destroyed. Um, and then, you know, following the money, I think is really important and they need to be aware of all the, the pitfalls and the ins and outs of money laundering. So I hope they have, you know, proper expertise on that front. Um, and then there are other whistleblowers coming forward, as you know. Um, and uh, particularly, I think they need to put real pressure on the likes of Eric Schwerin and Rob Walker, uh, who former business partners of Hunter. And Eric Schwerin in particular knows where all the bodies are buried because yeah. he was doing tax returns for yeah. Hunter and He's got he the was books. also... Yeah. And he was also advising Joe Biden. He was also managing yeah. accounts that were shared between Joe and Hunter Biden. That's right. Now, he's refused to cooperate. Uh, well, he's, he's stonewalling anyway. Yeah. Um, so I think they really need to use con – Congress has a lot of powers that are not really used, but – the January 6th committee showed how brutal they can get. You have, um, you know, people in the Trump orbit who are now facing jail for, you know, contempt of Congress for not right. a, a answering a subpoena. So I think that there's not a lot of time left between now and the 24 election. I think that Coma needs to go hardball um, after the August recess and really get these people in uh, to testify under oath. Yeah. Yeah, compelled testimony and compelled documents. There's a lot of documents still out there. There's a famous Blue Star memo from December 2015. We've never been able to get a hold of Ron Johnson. Tried, Blue Star didn't turn it over. There's so many documents, contemporaneous documents that would fill in the, the little pieces in between these testimonies as well. Such an important mission ahead for Congress if we're all going to get the truth before the next election. Miranda, one thing I know, you have contributed enormously to the true story of Joe Biden, not the one we were force fed back in 19 and 20. It's always an honor to read your columns and certainly a big honor to have you on the show today. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks so much, John. And look, honestly, you've been doing this alone from the beginning and uh, you've, you know, suffered a lot of slings and arrows along yeah. the way, but you've been vindicated. All your reporting has been vindicated. And I have to say, you know, Rudy Giuliani, for all his foibles yeah. and all, all yeah. the criticism that is made of him, that's deliberate because he was, he was, he was onto something back in Ukraine he back sure in was. the day. And, you know, maybe he and Trump were clumsy about what they did, but effectively yep. they were shut down by very clever operators in the Democratic Party and their pals in the intelligence uh, services. I agree. He was on to something. And again, the they, Democrats found the foil to turn this around, but he had the right instincts of what was going on. And I think by the time this story is over, we're going to get a sense of just how big a scandal this was in 19, how it got covered up and maybe finally exposed before the 2024 election. But I agree with you. There are a lot of people, Jim Jordan, Devin Nunes, you, me. Yes. You got censored. I mean, my, you, you're maybe one of the most That's famous right. censorship cases in all of American history. But the dam has broken, I think. I think the American people are going to get the truth for the first time. Yes, well, that's that's all, all we can do and make sure that history records the truth about Joe Biden. 
Well, that's what your columns do every day. And I'm so uh, excited every time a new one comes out. I love reading them. And always a great honor to have you on the show. I know our audience loves everything you do. So thanks, Miranda. Thanks. The honor's all mine, John. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. Very exciting uh, week for sure. Very exciting uh, time altogether. So let me give you a sense of what's going to happen. We're going to be keeping a close eye on just the news for whether President Trump is indicted, as some expect will happen today. Also, you know we have so many great people uh, that support just the news and John Solomon reports and the just the news, no noise television show. One of them, my good friends at Donor Trust, they are principled, they're tax friendly, and they simplify a way for you to give charitable giving that is directly aligned with your values. A big charitable fund advisor recently released its latest giving report, and according to it, account holders in 22 recommended a whopping $11 billion to nonprofits, among those uh, Planned Parenthood Federation of America, one of those that are big in the pro-choice, pro-abortion movement. Well, if that concerns you, the good news is you have your own giving account, and it's not too late to roll your charitable dollars over to a giving account provider that shares your values. You're going to give donations, right? Align them with your values. Roll over your giving account or open a new one with Donors Trust so you can actually help expectant mothers and families in crisis. Do the opposite of Planned Parenthood. If that's where your values are, right? Donors Trust givers are, for more than 20 years have recommended grants to dozens of pro-life organizations and crisis pregnancy centers, including Priests for Life, Students for Life, Susan B. Anthony List, Education Fund, Americans United for Life and CareNet, among others. So if that is exciting to you and you want to align your values, your pro-life values, if you have them, with your donor giving, go to www.donorstrust.org slash justnews to learn more about Donors Trust. That's www.donorstrust.org slash justnews to discover how you can use a giving account and help expectant mothers in your community. One more time, donorstrust.org slash justnews. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. So grateful you joined us today. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition. Until then, God bless you. Have a great night and keep an eye on Just the News. We'll have you covered on all the breaking news developments expected tonight. It's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.